Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Long Ball Street Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. If you're listening on the podcast, the audio version, remember you can grab us on YouTube if you want get involved. We generally do now stream live. If you want to get involved in the comments as we go, then you're more than welcome. Hello, James. Hello, mate. How are you doing? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I'm excited for the weekend. Exciting weekend for me and you, Flav. Stag. Stag do for all, Carl. Uh, That's right, uh, guys. Uh, uh, oh, the banner. Yeah, I love it. It's going to be mental. I'm going to be like, strip naked. Some of my finger bum, yeah. probably. Yeah, anything goes. <laughs> I might, I might dress up as a dwarf so that I don't get handcuffed to a dwarf. <laughs> I'll, just get, I'll just get handcuffed to myself. No. Um, yeah, it's, it's very weird. I was chatting to someone who's just got engaged and, uh, and he was saying, are you excited? I, I, in my head, I'm just going on a stag do. I'm not going on my stag yeah, do. Yeah, I get so it. So that feels really odd. I, it's I, exciting. So I don't know your mates that well. Um, and I have no idea what they've got in pl- planned for you. Yeah. Um, I if it was me, I wouldn't rate it. I, I wouldn't like being handcuffed to shit, made to be naked, all yeah. that stuff. Um, Craig, not, who is my not for me, not this Craig, another Craig is my best man or one of my two best men, and uh, he he's got to get married next year. So what are you gonna taking do? notes in case if he goes too far, then I'll be like. Right. So if someone else is going too far, I look at Craig and go. And then he'll, he'll go, woo, let's calm this down a bit. Uh, do you want to know a weird thing that happened in football this week? Oh, yeah. Go on, then. <laughs> they blasted Francesco Totti's last ever shirt, playing shirt, into space. What? <laughs> Why? I don't know. How? Why? Three questions there for Is you. It good? good? I don't know. I just thought it would be fitting thing to do. Was it? Like, I imagine he agreed to that. Um, It'd be fuming, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's, sorry, what, sorry, what's going on here? Can't even recall. Is that... And is it... Is there an Italian space station that's been careered over to America and then sent into oblivion? Yeah, I, I have no idea. I just think there's kind of a fitting end to it all, really. There's just loads of pictures of smiling faces and astronauts. There's got to be a reason behind it. And off it went. I have no idea what the reason is. But if that's me, if I'm Totti, I want to keep that shirt. Or at least sell it for a like, decent... He's got value. everything under the sun. He doesn't really care about playing shirt, does he? Maybe not. Why not, why not sell it? And then give the money to charity instead of just blasting it into space. Yeah, because you're essentially it's just a really extravagant way of putting it in the bin. Yeah, the, the BBC article which I, where I got it from literally has no explanation as to why this has happened. <laughs> just reporting the facts. Just that it's happened. Does it just say more to follow? No, <laughs> like, let's, like a little arc. Up it goes. Another weird thing. Jesus Navas obviously didn't have a great time at uh, Manchester City. He's uh, struggled somewhat. I was disappointed with uh, his time at Man City because he. 
he's I like players like him guys who are just like really quick I love a quick skillful as well yeah but I think his main thing was the fact that he was supposed to be quicker than the other guy yeah and it just didn't yeah it just didn't really work at Man it's a strange story Jesus Navas because Spurs were linked with him early on in his career and he stayed with Sevilla for a long time and you look back and he has massive issues of anxiety Right. Massive homesickness. Yeah. So, what part of the reason why he didn't move on from Sevilla is that he, he has huge issues of homesickness. That's incredibly ironic in terms of what you're going to go on to talk about that he has problems with anxiety. <laughs> anyway, go on. yeah, that, that's true. That more to follow. Uh, but and um, he, he, so he stayed with Sevilla for a long time because of that, and then he finally got over it. He had lots of counselling and, and got over it and, and signed for Man City. Which is kind of supposed to be his kind of launch pad, really. Right. It's one of those as well. There's a lot of players like that. That like so Matt Letitia, for example, he's always stayed at Southampton. Truth is, when he played for England, didn't really. When he went up to that next level, didn't really work out for him. So there are a lot of players who are kind of. I guess we'll find it. Find out with Lukaku, being that bigger fish in a smaller pond, does suit certain players. And when you then move up and you've got to be a lot better, yeah. Um, then, then he Do hasn't got enough. Do you think um, do you think that will be an issue for Lukaku at United? You think he'll fit in, settle in well? I think he'll. Um, I think he'll do well overall. He, I mean, the facts are he scores a lot of goals in the Premier League, mm. and and the, score goals everywhere, even when he's on loan at West Brom. Yeah, and he is very young as well. I think weirdly we should probably be more excited about someone like Lukaku being able to make that step up. I mean, was, no one scores that amount of goals at a lesser club and, and can't do it at that level surely it's just gonna surely get... it's going to be more helpful yeah. you've got more chances um, it'd be interesting to see how he deals with the pressure of it but I think he's been the main man at these other places so I th- yeah I'm, I, I'm intrigued to see how at the end of his career what he'll be seen as will he be as seen as as good a player as uh, a Wayne Rooney who in this moment in time mm. doesn't get a huge amount of respect but in 10 years time will people go wow what a player what a career he had yeah. will Lukaku get the same will he be at that same level or will he be uh, a bit less well it's about it's about how long you you stay I think no matter how unless you're an absolute elite player you stay long enough to ruin your legacy yeah like I, Rooney probably should have left a couple of years ago because it's bizarre that he's their record goal scorer and and then they, they kind of look at him like a like like he's just he outstayed his welcome like he left yeah. a, he's a bad smell and some Man United fans not some Man United fans I've spoken to it's kind of they looked at Rooney and was like you're just not good enough so I'm not interested in you anymore bizarre legacy is an interesting one isn't it because I think you've seen you've certainly seen it in boxing there's a there's a wicked documentary on Netflix called Counterpunch yeah, yeah I watched it, it. it yeah great and it's about this kind of this obsession with the record. With the being undefeated or and sort of working out the pathway to being the being the best and being a Mayweather where you've not you've never been beaten and that makes that makes you the best mm. and it's about the record as much as anything else. And I think you're seeing that more and more in um, in football now. Be it like Ronaldo and his obsession with those numbers. I think three years ago you were like Messi is the best best out of those two. Stop mm. going on about it. But Ronaldo's got the numbers. He's got he's probably got the Champions Leagues now. I think yeah. he's got more. I don't know. Um, so and he is obsessed with those numbers, and he will continue to be. But that's what drives him, right? So you need, in order to perform at that level, you need something driving. You need need some goal to aim at. If you've completed football, mm. as Ronaldo pretty much has, yeah. apart from the World Cup, it's um, then it then it becomes completely about your legacy. And I guess that's that's the same with um, Neymar, which I guess we're gonna we're gonna talk about at some point. Don't we need to do it right now? Yeah. But two two big factors for him, it seems, are one 
the winning the Ballon d'Or, being the main guy, and I think the World Cup has been a big big factor as well because you're playing with six other Brazilians in the, in that PSG side. Yeah, and there's a World Cup on, on the corner, and he knows if that Brazilian team can win a World Cup, then he he gets to that same level as because he will be the talisman of that team. He then becomes a Ronaldo, he becomes a Romario, becomes a maybe not Pele, but yeah. like he gets he creates his legacy. All right, so we're going to come on to Neymar in Sorry. a second, but what do you think of the these release videos that that clubs are? are I mean, the, I, I guess I think some clubs get the joke. So Jesus Navas one just to, uh, to yeah, qualify why we were talking about Navas. He it was it was him being abducted, literally uh, a bag put over his head. Yeah, a man who suffers from anxiety probably jumped. He got jumped. He got jumped. Put in a boot, driven to <laughs> <laughs> driven to Sevilla Stadium, mm. and then released. Yeah. I mean, and then he walks out in wonderment. At and he's okay with it. Yeah, he's yeah, fine with it. Yeah. And it's not like he hasn't seen it. That anxiety stuff's really worked out, actually. Because right, exactly. that's the only way he would have dealt with it. Otherwise, he would have just run about screaming. So is it, is it fine? What do you think about these release videos? Do they get on your nerves? I think they do get on my nerves, to be honest. Really? Because uh, what, it blows my mind that Sevilla have... That's been signed off. That, that idea's been signed. Because the idea before used to be that you want to be seen as kind of like a family club. <laughs> that's not I don't think you're ticking all the boxes there yeah. I don't know you can have a bit of fun with it and like I don't know any, anyone who watches Paul Street a lot um, will know that I think the big thing for me and you with stuff and this humour in particular is self-deprecation and if you're kind of taking the piss out of yourself a little bit then that's okay like there was one with um, it was a Spurs player Kadu um, mm. and there was this big thing about announced the signing of this player that no one really knew yeah, about yeah. and then they did and it was taking the piss out of themselves a bit mm. but this I don't know it, it doesn't work with my sense of humour right honest, I don't uh, get it I don't know because if you look at Roma's release videos for their, their players they're so hammy that it's clear they're, they're aware like one of them they just ripped off they took Southampton's release video and just Put masking tape over the Southampton and put AS Roma. Really? Uh, yeah. What was it for a Southampton player? No, it was just for some another player. But the, because there had been so much commotion around that video, that it was kind of right seen pertinent. And then another one the, 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 for the is it Under the, the Turkish player they signed. I can't remember his name. I pronounce it, but he uh, uh, it's like this really garish. Remember YouTube highlight packages from like six years ago made by 14 year old kids in their yeah, bedroom yeah. with like techni- techno music and stuff it's one of those right so I, when, it's, when it's right it's right but I think in England we haven't quite got that self-deprecation down because Southampton's videos like the kit release with the fucking uh, animation and, and like uh, do you know what I didn't I didn't mind that what? too much I thought there was like that was like there was a quality to that. Yeah, there was a quality, but it was like the severe one. He's not. There's not even. A, we were chatting about it upstairs. It's not even a proper bag. It's like a bin bag. <laughs> You're breaking the law. Like who's? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whose thought process is gone. Well, no, no. no well, look, I've had this idea, guys. Right? Everyone gather around. Yeah. So sign that right? Yeah. Let's pretend we kidnapped him. Yeah. Well, well, before we do that, it sounds like it's a bit on the line. Maybe we should check with our, you know, yeah. line manager or something. Like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> Off you go. It's just like I don't know what the. That's what. I think it's also strikes me as like he would have never signed for Seville, Sevilla unless he'd been kidnapped. kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, I know. There's yeah, there's, there's a million different roads you can go, like, yeah. go down with that. It just seems it doesn't work for me. If I'm honest, Fair I don't enough. know. Fair enough. Let's talk about Neymar. Okay. Yeah. Literally all. You look on Reddit or anywhere. 
every story is about Neymar. It's a fascinating one, and there's a million different angles. Um, this, uh, this for me, just to be a bit hyperbolic about it. Yeah. This is the. I know it is literally the biggest transfer. Yeah. Of all time, but it's. This is. This feels like a proper bombshell earthquake of a transfer. Mm. To go from MSN and like Barcelona, no one leaves. MSN, is that right? Yeah. Messi Suarez and Neymar. Mm. Well, why are you looking at me like that? I don't like that. You don't like that, okay, I, was, I won't say it again. Yeah. The, <laughs> to go from that and Barcelona, no one leaves Barcelona they, if it's going well. So at, at this stage, you're right, let's come back to that. Because at, at, at this stage, it's we're, we're at a place where La Liga have not sanctioned... So, so whenever a player moves, the buying club has to pay a fee to the league. Right. Which I found out today. Um, and the league are essentially saying, how can you afford this? But I've never, ever in my life heard of a league interfering with a transfer. Never heard the Premier League not sanction a transfer. Never heard this from La Liga. Yeah. Plus, it's not La Liga's place to question the, 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 the buying club. Yeah, and certainly not Barcelona's. Certain like Bar- so it's UEFA, right? UEFA's role to check for financial fair play. So they would say, so so, so La Liga are saying uh, that in order to afford this transfer, you have to have commercial uh, revenues that are more significant than Man United and Real Madrid, which is, can't be the case. Yeah, because yeah, the league is inferior in terms of the money they bring in. Yeah, well, it it can be the case because they can find different ways of funneling the money into the club. But the whole point of this is. It's nothing to do with it's nothing. It's nothing to do with the Liga, and it's nothing to do with Barcelona, whether or not they can pay. If that check clears, it's up to them to prove to FIFA, yeah, to UEFA. I think it's for them to have this moral agenda now. Is um, it means that there's actually a different agenda here, and it's an agenda that it's a problem that they've created themselves by having a league that the money is distributed to Real Madrid and Barcelona more than the other guys mm. and that's why you've created they're lucky enough it's the same situation in Scotland and that's that's to a point that's not really it's probably not the Scottish League's fault it's just these two you've got these two mammoth clubs and you've got the same in um, in mm. Spain mm. but there's, there's that same problem you've got these two guys who bring in all the revenue and have taken all the revenue so now they're getting picked on these two guys who have been above everyone always and they're getting picked on by another guy who's, who's gone on steroids yeah. and, and gone, look, no, we want him. And it's what it does is it affects La Liga as a brand. Of course. In a massive way. Because yeah. if that's not the top of the tree anymore, it's just two teams now. Psst, the, the, the fact is, that's right, the, 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 talk about the effect on the brand of the La Liga is so true. You, you say they're the biggest two clubs in the world. Obviously, Man United make more money than Barcelona. But Barcelona and Real Madrid are probably the two no one certainly in the top three no one buys players from them unless yeah unless um, they're, they're done with them well so uh, we've been um, there's been a lot of um, talk with uh, a guy in our office called Cameron who uh, is a Liverpool fan and he's adamant he's adamant that Coutinho won't go to Barcelona and this was before obviously the Neymar thing was happening but I was going how can you be so how can you be so certain that he doesn't want to go he goes I know he doesn't want to go <laughs> he's come out and said he doesn't want to go but it doesn't like it doesn't work like that and I was trying to say to him if you're if you're playing for if you're from Brazil and you want to make it and you want to be like your heroes Romario and Ronaldo and all those different guys if you are playing for Chelsea or whatever and you're not bothered about 
about them to a point. You like them as a club and they pay you wages and all that stuff. Mm. That's fine. But if Barcelona or Real Madrid come for you, generally... You go. You go. Of course. So what is... And what La Liga are probably getting nervous about is that that thing that we all go... If Barcelona come for you, you go. Are we now going to step into a new world where... You don't you you go to Barcelona Real Madrid unless PSG want to want to get you or someone else. Are they going to be pushed down from where where they where they've been? Yeah, of course they're going to be worried about that. And and do you do you think it's a bad thing? I don't like the fact that they're essentially two bullies in European football. If they want your players, you go. I, I they, they do have to be fair to them. They do have history as well. Yeah, and that tradition of those players um, throughout the years but so that does make it slightly what, different what I'm saying is you've got, if you've got a monopoly where ultimately the best players end up at Barcelona and, and Real Madrid it's better if that isn't just like it's the status quo they've got a vested interest in making sure that that never changes yeah Barcelona, this is essentially undermines Barcelona's power, uh, role as a power club yeah. in Europe yeah. because PSG a team in the French League which is it's generally seen as inferior to La Liga probably the fourth best league in Europe right that's what generally what I think people think behind Premier League, Bundesliga, and yeah, that, yeah. that's agreeable, yeah. isn't it? So, and and suddenly there's this like French club, PSG. Essentially, it's only been in existence forty years. I think, what and they've just said we want we, we want the third best player in the world, mm. and we can get him. Yeah, and here is evidence. I think what it what it takes us further towards is this. You know, the Champions League is is everything. It seems like. And winning that is is everything, and so because Paris Saint Germain, their, their owners, they must not be bothered about the league to a point. All that matters is really the Champions League, and are we winning the Champions League? What us, what it becomes when it's just about the money and just about these powerhouses? That sooner or later, the world's getting smaller and smaller. This Super League is going to happen because you've got another one here. Yeah, and they're all it's because it is so much about the money of it that they're. They're gonna have. There's gonna be enough of them that they go. Well, hang on. We're wasting our time with these guys. Like this is the, the league becomes clubs. the league becomes the league cup in these people's minds. Yeah. And they go, well, oh, I don't care because we've got a Champions League. And then it, it's we're going on that road to that Super League. It's Do you know what? I, I if that happened, I wouldn't care. I just hope Tottenham wouldn't be a part of it. I'm not saying we would, but if we finish, if it was in ten years' time and we finish second, 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 yeah, second, yeah. we probably would end up in it. Um, what is? But what is, do you think like removing all of that super money from football and, it, and then become a kind of? I, it would the bottom would fall out of football completely in, in domestically, but it, it would still be a competitive sport and fans I think would get our game back a little bit. I think they would. I think they'd take the shine off those achievements of winning whatever league it is mm. to a point. But in the in the microcosm of the, those moments when we win the player final, I don't care that it's not the Champions League final and it's just the playoff it's final the important thing is, is a moment and winning something yeah. so yeah I think you're right I think we would get a lot, back a lot of uh, of what we would want which is essentially you want the you want opportunity you want every club to have an opportunity and you want to have to go into every season when we're about to go into a new season with hope yeah. with the chance that I wish I'd love to go back to the, the 70s where each year you had like you generally had a different winner. Yeah. Derby won it in that year, those years, and Forest won it. We nearly won the league, just because we got a decent team together. Yeah. Not because we had more money than everyone else. And so, if the bottom falls out of it, that's great. What is not right is that if we're supposedly going by these 
uh, financial fair play rules that surely PSG are doing something naughty here in getting that, this deal done because it's an outrageous amount of money uh, yeah and it, and it sounds like there's something coming out of the well so the Guardian have reported on it as saying that um, the deal is being done in a bit, a bit more of a roundabout way so uh, Mundo Deportivo reported that Neymar may have already agreed to become an ambassador for Qatar's World Cup yeah of course the owners are um from Qatar um, and that fee would be 200 million so essentially even if La Liga go PSG you haven't got the money to do it because he's been paid 200 million yeah. Neymar walks into La Liga offices and goes uh, there's a cheque for 200 million I want to buy out my contract and then he actually is. so this world record transfer fee doesn't actually exist it's actually he's going as a free agent yeah. which is mad so Daniel Gee um, we've had on the podcast go back and listen to it some fascinating podcasts about, uh, he's a lawyer, football, a lawyer in football and um, he said because the, the, what was interesting to me is the league is setting this kind of, kind of putting a stake in the ground saying we will not sanction this transfer and he says Barcelona or La Liga are not the FFP regulator UEFA is therefore it's up to each club when submitting their FFP documentation to, that they are com- to demonstrate that they are compliant I don't believe a club has the power to ask UEFA to start an investigation. UEFA can ask questions on of transactions if they wish to, uh, if they wish to, which fucking I just made. It usually happens after the submission of each club's FFP submissions. So if that date is at the end of the season, they don't even have to justify the name the money we're spending until this point. Mm. Anyway, it's fascinating, and um, it's I mean it's interesting to talk to talk about. I just like the fact that there's. I've got an issue about the evil money in football, but I like the upsetting of the apple cart. I like one of the benefits of Man City becoming so, having so much money, is that there wasn't that top four monopoly. Because do you remember the throughout pretty much all of 2000s, there was four clubs that finished in the top four, yeah, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United mm. and Arsenal. And um, it's, it's, it's almost kind of become a fairer league because yeah. that... that Monopoly was upset to a certain degree. So, as a purely a football decision, will it be a good football de- decision for Neymar? Do you think twenty-five-year-old going to PSG? PSG? Of course not. No, what? he was at the he was at the best club for him, Barcelona. And can you, like we were talking about on a, one of our, so who cares if he wins the French league? So it's yeah, it's down to the Champions League. And do you know what? he's properly? If he wants to win the Ballon d'Or, he for, and for him to go for this amount of money, he's going to stay there for five years yeah. right whatever for him to win the Ballon d'Or he has to win he essentially needs to win the Champions League this year or the World Cup this year because otherwise I'm not sure he's going to get it yeah that, I can't see how can if you're if you're being he's the third probably the third best player in the world you're dropping down the league so it's going to be easier for him and if yeah and physically he'll, he should be in better shape for those big Champions League games which will allow him to be more influential. He'll also be playing with six, as I said earlier, he'll be playing with six players from the Brazil squad. Mm. So that means they're going to be better at playing with each other. And when they go into into the World Cup, it gives them a better chance. Mate, it's, you know this is about money. All about money. He's being paid £515,000 a week. A week. Mm. Of course it's about money. Yeah. It's nothing to do with ambition. It's nothing to do with... Uh, yeah, it's nothing to do with um, uh, what's good for his career. It's only about him being greedy. He is a greedy. Possibly his dad being greedy. He's a greedy, greedy man. <laughs> uh, and I say greedy because if it was about football, you'd stay at Barcelona. 
you wouldn't leave uh, Barcelona to go and play for PSG if you wasn't getting an obscene amount of money. And you're already on 180, 200 grand. If you renew, probably 300 grand a week. Uh, 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 Barcelona, he, he's, it's about cash. He's... The one thing I would say is that if you want to be... If he's sick of the messy thing, if he wants to be the main guy, that's another reason to There's go. There's loads of clubs he could be the main guy at. It doesn't have to go to PSG. But, yeah, but, but no one can afford it. Come, That's my point. Come and be the main guy at Spurs. <laughs> yeah, can you afford it? No. Exactly. He's, he's essentially costing half, no, one third of our entire stadium. <laughs> and we're talking about having it been 10 years to pay that, pay that off. Yeah, I don't Craziness. think buying him any, anytime soon. Um, another transfer um, that's causing a bit of commotion is uh, Cater to Liverpool from Leipzig. Liverpool have had a bid rejected £75 million last week. Um... Apparently, I read on the internet, so that doesn't necessarily mean it's true, that Liverpool have agreed terms. He's already agreed terms with, with Liverpool. Right. How are Liverpool talking to him? Given what had happened with the Van Dyke stuff, if it's true, according to this, I should have forgotten the source of the story, but they're agreeing terms with a player that they, that they haven't agreed a fee with the club. Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't seem like the right way of going he seems to He seems to want to go. Yep. They don't want him to, they want him to stay. I think I think that's like that's a Kante to Chelsea kind of level um, signing. If you can get someone like him, if it was me, I'll get slaughtered in the comments. I'm sure I would sell Coutinho to get Kaita and Van Dijk because in atta- in an attacking sense, they created a lot of chances. They were great. I know Coutinho was that guy who kind of could win them the game a lot of the times. Mm. But I really rate Mane, and I, I, you didn't have they didn't have Mane for a lot of the season with mm. the African Nations Cups and then getting injured. But I remember uh, Spurs away uh, at them. He was unbelievable. unbelievable. Arsenal uh, away brilliant. as well, we, the same thing. Defensively, at Wild Lane, we were brilliant last season, and Liverpool were the only teams that opened us up. Mm. Um, but yeah, Liverpool's kind of uh, dealings, I guess it's, I mean, it's unfair to just pick on one team. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, the whole thing with Van Dyke. That's still coming back around, and it's uh, they'll get him. They'll get Van Dyke. I'm pretty sure of it. But I guess can you, like with the Neymar thing and this thing, can you morally get the guys that you want anymore? Right. So in order to function in the modern day football, you have to and bend is, the rules. Or is anyone naive enough to think that everyone isn't bending the rules? When there's not, when there's that much money involved, then it, it, there's always ways. It's too much at risk not to, 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 to do what you need to do to get over that line. It's too tempting as well. It's too easy to kind of to get a message to someone. You know, no club's going to go, sorry, I'm not. No, we, we, we chat to Jim. Um, Jim Irwin, who was an agent and works, you know, works with us. No, like, everyone's talking to everyone. Yeah. I mean, what's bad is, I guess, stuff like that where they're saying that somehow it's coming out of the great terms. But that's, I'm sure that's not coming from the club themselves. But it is... I think you can actually read between the lines of a lot of transfers and go, what is the common sense feeling that you would expect a player to have? And that's why like, I, think, I think Coutinho could easily happen. Because I think for him, he would, he would want to go to Barcelona. And the reason why he might not want to go is because the opposite of, of Neymar is that he's the main man at Liverpool. Whereas at Barcelona, he might not be. But Neymar's gone now. They need and to I, fill in. And he can play in that position. That's why I think. That's why I think that's one that won't go. It's away. Such a drop down, though, isn't it? Are they really going to replace Neymar? With... You don't like him, though, do you? No, no, no. I do. I think he's better than Ericsson. I rate him higher, higher than uh, Ericsson had a great end of the season, to be fair. But it's that level. Yeah, it's yeah. like Ericsson going to Barcelona. There was links. Ericsson going to Barcelona. You don't replace Neymar with Ericsson. I think Coutinho's got more about him than Ericsson. Yeah, he's more. He's more, he's more pace and, uh, and he's more dynamic. Can, yeah, just Ericsson. Win the game. Football himself. brain is insane. Exactly. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Um, um, but yeah, it'd be, if they can get him, then it's great. Did you, did you see the weird, um, weird article in the uh, Echo? One of the columnists, uh, what was his name? Um, Derek McGovern. Yeah, yeah. he wrote so, this really weird, scathing attack on um, on Leipzig. Uh, he said, "Who in God's name?" And they're kind of quite bitter that they're not letting him let him go. Like, how dare they? It was that kind of feeling, really arrogant, horrible. Like, I looked at it and thought, if "This is representative of Liverpool." What in particular was he saying? Well, he said, uh, "He said, who in God's name are Leipzig, the kind of club who knock Everton out of the Europa League qualifier before before finishing bottom of their group?" He said, RPT Leipzig are hated in Germany. They are because they are designed for profit rather than football. In fact, they are the most hated outfit in Germany since the SS. I mean... I mean, it's slightly exaggerated. I mean, look, he doesn't speak for Liverpool Football Club. But what's no. quite interesting there is that at Li- in Liverpool, that, that paper is, you know, is a strong kind of outlet for, for Liverpool news. Whereas in, in London, you've got the standard, but it, like, it's... I mean, no one cares about the Instagram. I mean, it's, I, I refuse to read that now because the fact that George Osborne's involved in that. Right. But for Liverpool, that is a that, well. It'd be interesting to know what people think. Actually, or people who live in Liverpool, is that do you? How much do you sort of take in a, a paper that should really be kind of? It shouldn't be that clickbaity and that. I guess what's the word? Aggravating in, yeah. in in what it's in what's written there. Surely it should be a bit smarter than that. Liverpool Echo. There's no need to be going down the road of of newspaper of tabloid stuff like that. Yeah. Or, or, They've issued or, or an they apology, and, and, and I think the article's been removed. It's not. This is this is one of the columnists, so he may have a reputation. I've never heard of him, but a reputation for doing that this kind of thing. But it's almost it read like the kind of shit you read from Katie Hopkins. Mm. Or Piers Morgan, that level of. But this is just something that exists. You have economists like that. Katie mm-hmm. Hopkins does does exist, unfortunately. Piers Morgan is someone who's a bit of a troll. Like you've yeah. got those guys that are, are are about, and you kind of that's the mix that you generally have. Maybe it's not that big a deal, but that is. I don't think any Liverpool fan really needs to read that. I don't see the point in that. Okay. No. All right. Yeah. Well done. Thanks. Um, if you've got any questions, by the way, if you're watching live, um, there's going to be five minutes at the end. If you want to drop your questions, I'll check out the comments 
uh, at that time. Otherwise, I'll miss them, and uh, that will be that. Uh, so let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about right at the end of the show, uh, and uh, yeah, do that when I ask. Um, you see that thing with Cronky? Oh my god! It's I literally, you know, you sort of see a cartoon and someone's shocked and they're like, their jaw goes. Yeah, I, that happened to me. So Stan Cronky has set up a pay-per-view hunting channel where he goes on big game hunts in Africa and kills the shit out of a lion. Elephants and shit like that. Mm. There's a word that rhymes with hunt. Yeah. I think when I think of when I saw that video, so literally, and they give you a warning at the start, but he, he kills a lion, shoots a lion, and then he's celebrating whilst holding its, head its up dead by head snout. up by its snout. Yeah, it's like it's one. Okay, hunting exists. Okay, that happens. I mean, I'm, I have no desire to do it whatsoever. But I guess. I don't know, some people do. That's to a point that's their prerogative, although it's, it seems yeah, completely it's a, it's a nonsensical. Yeah. yeah. But to create, <laughs> like, just don't. It, why do you need to do it? He's got loads of money. He's got, why would you want to do Just don't film it. And, or even if you're going to film it, just don't put it out. And don't charge people to see it. It's weird. It's, it's about ego, I think, and about power. And, and he needs people to see it because it validates him as a man because I think he has a tiny penis it has to be tiny tiny wrinkled little thing mm. yeah. doesn't work I bet he actually I bet he can't get in a boner <laughs> he hasn't had sex in 26 years I, it's I don't I can't speak on that but I think he's um, I just uh, it does like the severe thing with that obviously different worlds here but it just blows my mind how football clubs or people in the public eye think sometimes of like what you're going to put out there and what's the point what good can come from this mm. do I need to put this out there does he need to create that channel because when he's got a, a, the majority of Arsenal fans hate his guts already mm. he just obviously doesn't give a fuck no not at all and it's, he owns the business so I guess he doesn't have to Yeah, he, uh, he never has to leave he's not going to leave Arsenal club on moral grounds is he so he'll go oh I understand it I'm going to walk away from my... You're not feeling this, are you? You don't like the fact that I shoot animals in the face, right? Yeah. <laughs> and because you don't like that... I mean, I'm struggling to get my head around that, but... <laughs> Each to his own. Each to his own, yeah. Let's agree to disagree. Yeah, so I'm just going to sell Arsenal now. Fortunately, yeah. that's when you ask for uh, questions, I would be intrigued to know how Arsenal fans feel about having someone like that. Mm. Albeit, yeah, they represent your club. They're associated to your club. Like, would he allow... A, like David Milo he's got a FIFA channel plays for Hull got a FIFA channel if would like if, if I don't know if, if Kieran Gibbs decided he was into hunting mm. would he be allowed to do that would that be a good decision for the club for the brand of the club yeah. probably not so why is he allowed to do it mad yeah idiot well, I mean he's allowed to do it because it's lawful in some areas no, no. What's the worst bit? He goes, he, like the worst part of that video. He's got this the local guy who's the, the, the hunt leader or whatever. He's he says, "I oh, this one he uh, he killed a lot of my sheep," and 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 Stan Kroenke goes, "Yeah, he's been causing a lot of problems. I can see. Like I've just solved your problem. Yeah, you shot You're a welcome. fucking lion with a gun. Yeah. Why didn't like if you if you want to take on like a lion, like you think All right, I'm going to test myself. Mm. I'm going to take on this. I'm going to fuck this lion up. <laughs> I'm going to punch this lion to death. Yeah, do it. Punch it." To death, right. right? If you have to, if you have to prove yourself as a man, right? I fine. Go and fight a lion, <laughs> which is fine. But okay. Well, it's not fine, but yeah. it's better than taking a double barrel 
fucking bull um, elephant rifle. Yeah. And, well, and, and shooting one in the face. Well, he's, he's got a lot of money. Give some money to the guy to improve the fencing around his herd of sheep. <laughs> there's, your, there's your problem yeah. he's going oh, don't worry I've sorted this out for you carcass of a lion she's lying there mm. you know a bit of better fencing electrical fencing that lion's not going to go anywhere near it yeah. everyone's fine yeah. idiot uh, alright um, so uh, Bauer limps out of training bad injury another another ankle problem with his ankles he's always been a bit injury prone at Tottenham um, was he it? hasn't really set yeah he, he'd have periods of, of, of being out Back injuries, ankles, hips. He's just one of those players. Um, Isn't wasn't there a moment with Redknapp that he was like he was always just a bit, bit of a hyper. What's the word? Yeah, hyper contract. Yeah, he would and, just be going over moaning and yeah. he'd be getting and, injured. And I because I remember thinking, what, uh, you, I remember thinking, looking at Redknapp and thinking, you think this is a masterstroke? <laughs> he went and he went down once and yeah, uh, yeah. he went down and I said, and Joe Jordan's about to run over and I said, I went no, leave him, leave him. <laughs> He's got to learn, and he got up, and he became the best player in the world. <laughs> the fact that you can play him left back for fucking yeah. two years. Oh wait, he, he was the battles with Redknapp when he was when Bowers at Spurs. Well, Spurs fans said so fucking idiocy. Would see he plays on the left. He plays on the left. Gareth Bell. He plays on the left. As it turns out, it's far better. Huh? Best, best number ten for yeah. for Tottenham we've probably ever had. Do you know what I think is really? Um, what, what will be sad for, for Bale if, if he can't kind of get past these injury things is, uh, and I think it's always really unfair and we had so we had Kieran Dyer he came and signed for us and when he could play and he didn't play a lot because he, his body did keep breaking down on him he was a decent player mm. and he got about the pitch and he, he put the effort in but any player that continually get, breaks down is seen as there's something wrong with them not as a person more so than yeah, weak. Then their their body, and that's just luck of the draw, I think, to a point. And yeah. it'd be sad for someone like Bale, who's such a leader in Euro 2016, which is you know what he'll probably be remembered for, certainly by Welsh uh, fans. Mm. Is that he could get it could get to a point where he was seen as oh, he just didn't really have the stomach for it at, at Real Madrid, which mm. is I think that's I think that's unfair, you know. Yeah, he's unlucky. It yeah, could, you know, but quite... I think I do feel like if the Mbappe thing, if he does go to Real Madrid, then. That, you can only have. It seems like you can only have three of those guys, those main men, who will, when it comes to the Champions League final, whatever it is, they will be starting. And Bale, I don't think they can rely on him. And so, just so you end. know, Gareth, in case you are watching, um, I said a lot of things when you left Spurs. Um, but if you do want to go back to Tottenham, I'll take them all back. Do you know, there's a cheeky loan in there, isn't there? Nice little loan. Season long loan. Back. See what you can do. See what you can. See if you, let's get you fit. Let's <laughs> bring. Yeah. Let's make this about you, Gareth. Yeah, yeah. Let's I get like you happy and fit again. Yeah, I'll do. I mean, in a heartbeat. Oh, Come and play for Spurs again. Different level. That yeah. you got a massive chance if he's again. He's got to stay fit. But I mean, even if he plays twenty games, still I'll take him for that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Especially alone. Uh, best players have their, their their careers cut short by injury. Do you know who I thought would would have been an absolute a quality footballer? Dean Ashton. He did Had look that horrible. Good, he? Ankle break. Yeah, on well, his knees, did his knees as well, I think. Yeah. But oh yeah, was it was it his ankles? Yeah. I guess Wilshere's getting to that point where he's going to be like, this was a guy that everyone's so so excited That's about. Just couldn't they said at the beginning? Couldn't stay fit. Um, yeah. Van Basten. Van Basten, twenty eight, wasn't it? Scored so many goals. He was incredible. For yeah. those who are too young to watch him, go and watch some um, YouTube videos. Not now, after. Yeah. Uh, of YouTube uh, of Van Basten, he was just he scored probably the greatest goal that's ever been scored. 
Yeah, uh, certainly right up there. Yeah. I think he. Um, that was, that's another one for the comments. I think. Yeah, let, uh, let's know who who are those players that you. Uh, I, I I really did like Kieran Dyer. I yeah. thought he was a cracking footballer. Yeah, he was. He just he couldn't stay fit. Went to West Ham and just could not stay fit. And it was mm. an absolute killer for him. Um, Owen, that was his troubles. Yeah. Did do a decent amount, but yeah. Ornate pitches. Ornate pitches. Ornate pitches have been banned. Didn't even bother trying to link to that, did you? But <laughs> she went, ornate pitches. <laughs> ornate pitches have been banned by the Premier League. What is the Leicester City ground team going to do? He's literally got nothing. To, all he's allowed to do now is a straight line yeah. across. How That's straight it. can we get this line? That um, is completely unnecessary, in my opinion. Well, it's a UEFA regulation, and Premier League have been forced to uh, to fall in line. Miserable. Miserable Who, who's been miserable? Miserable gets. It, but isn't a playing surface about... I just think... I just thought it was a bit wanky. <laughs> what, what is... The, the, or the, the pitches. Ornate, ornate pitches and it's distracting when you're I didn't know even know I wasn't aware of the phrase ornate pitches ornate pitches the Leicester one oh that's good isn't it didn't like that nah I, I didn't, like I, didn't I, I was indifferent but I, I I see no harm in it and it's the, the aim is to entertain isn't it a little bit so I'm fine with it what's like, he going to do though what, what, he's going to have to get a life he's going to have to get a life that's what he's going to have to do yeah I don't know we'll have to go home see the missus mm. I don't know but yeah, I think that's one fine, one rule change that's come come in is the uh, diving. You can now get you can dive now. No, you can't dive. <laughs> oh, right. You can get a two match post. Uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the expression I'm looking for? They can uh, what once ban. Yeah, so retrospective ban, right? So they will look back. If a player's seen to dive, they can get a two game ban. Do you think that's a good idea? Yes. Okay. I think it's so obvious. It's such a clear idea. They might not get it bang on, and it will be up for interpretation. But overall. It's like video technology for me. It's like you, you, you might get one wrong every so often, but that's not. That's like it becomes anecdotal if you're going, yeah, but well, there was this one game and they got the thing wrong and it, it changed the game. Point is, is that you're making the game fairer, which I know you are not too bothered about. No. But I like, I like it being fairer, and so the same thing goes for that. that Nine out of ten times, I would have thought you would. It would be clear that the diving happens, and then it's something in in a player's mind. And then we're moving back towards having a game that we can be proud of instead of embarrassed by. I go too far. Embarrassed by? Sometimes I think mean, I'm proper embarrassed by football. You watch rugby, the way that they get on with it and just hammer each other. Not literally. I'm. 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 Um, I, I agree. I, I think it, sometimes the playing and over and the simulation and and the rolling around. It's boring. It's boring and it makes us look like idiots. Yeah, it's it embarrassing. Makes, as, as a football fan, you're embarrassed. We've all seen those things where I saw one the other day. It was on Facebook and there was a, someone had to flick someone's ear as a joke, and mm. you just like start screaming. It honestly makes you feel ill. It so is. embarrassing. It is embarrassing. And, and I like again, I'm big on sport and how it can have actual like benefits on society or whatever. And you should be set an example. Mm. And stuff like that being allowed is I hate it. I absolutely hate it. It's yeah, I think giving bans for people pretending to be hurt. That's better. Five game ban. Yeah. If you pretend, and and it's well, up to me need. whether I decide whether or not you are. Def- you're I hope pretending. they're doing a thing where they go. If you get done it for it once, if you get done for it the second time, mm. then double the ban. Right. Well, I, I this is I've got one issue with it is that in sometimes you dive or you move out of the way to avoid being clattered. Yep. Well, actually, a quick plug for uh, the final of the Fan League Cup. There is such an incident 
that happens in our game, which goes out at four, live reaction show. And the top ten moments of the Fan League Cup at five, wow. right here, literally right here, um, on the Ball Street channel. If oh, you don't know, what, you don't know what the Street. Fan League Cup is, it's a, a cup competition between eight of the biggest YouTube channels who have football teams. Yeah. And they played each other in a knockout tournament. Ball Street were in it. And Ball Street are in the final. We won our first two games. Absolutely. So you find out, come join us on the actual main Ball Street channel. See if we win the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a moment like that where someone has to get out of the way, I think. Avoid having his leg broken. Yeah, cause it, and it did look... and Yeah, so I think something like that, you've got to maybe show a bit of common sense. What will come from that is the controversy, well, he got away with it, why doesn't he get away with it? Mm. But just do the best you can. Yeah. I think if, also if a player has a reputation, be treated harshly. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, like that. You've got a reputation. Yeah. You've done you. this before. You've done no. it. Yeah, yeah mate, I think that's fine. Yeah. You've got a record. Yeah. Unlucky. Yeah. No, no, no. yeah, we don't forget or yeah. forgive. True. Uh, poo shame. All I've got here is poo shame in football ground, and then with the with the Mark James. Yeah. So hi everyone. Um, I went to QPR versus Bournemouth at the weekend, pre-season friendly before the season kicks off. Championship kicks off a, a week before. Mm. Good luck to all teams involved, especially Queens Park Rangers. And it was Stan Bowles' testimonial. Um, Stan Bowles is our great seven player, and it was. It's quite an emotional day actually, which is I don't know why I'm telling you about this now because I'm going to something incredibly trivial. But um, <laughs> he's got Alzheimer's and so he sort of came on the, on the pitch mm. and waved to everyone. It was almost like watching like it was like an excited child because he's kind of he has regressed. Um, but it was uh, it was yeah it was a lovely day and all, all the money goes to his family in terms of his care, which is I think is great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to segue to this but anyway. <laughs> but what a moment happened. Um, I think it was at half time. It was. It was at half time. So half time. Went to have a wee. Yeah. Right. Go to the toilet. And at football grounds, often there's a lot of urinals, isn't there? Loads yeah. of urinals. Yeah. You're fine, aren't you? You might have a little weight, but you're fine to have a wee. However, there are very few proper loos, right? And at this in this toilet, there was two cubicles available. And for both of those, there was loads of like urinals available, but there was only two there, and there was about three guys queuing for it mm. so which is what you've written down there what I was actually saying was so this is poo queue shame <laughs> so I, I walked in right and I walked in and I saw this guy you know when you just clock up eyes with someone yeah. he looked at me and I looked at him and we both um, there was just a moment where he went <laughs> he looked at, he sort of looked down I'll do it to camera he, yeah so I walked in and he went <laughs> and, uh, and he had poo queue shame because he was having to queue to have a poo and, well, and well, I, I know that he knows he's having a poo <laughs> and he knows I know that he's having a poo because why, why would he not be having a wee because the urinal's right there and it was a moment and, it, and it, not a nice one but it was a moment all the same and, that, and from that it made me think right have you has anyone else been at a game and had where poo? they've either been in the queue and had poo queue shame or just gone into a quite not a packed toilet and there's still a queue there and, and you've gone he's having a poo <laughs> he's, he's waiting to have a poo what, firstly what, why why is there shame of needing to go for a poo I don't know it's just like private yeah it's like I don't know it's like at school did you not have that at school where you were like so would you he's had a poo hasn't he? he's just had a poo <laughs> it's like a big thing no is that just me uh, I, never, I, I never had so, a poo are you aware of that no you were never embarrassed. No, I never. I never. I've never did a single poo at secondary school. Why? Not, why not why are you telling me that, Flav? Why are you bothered about telling me that? 
I'm not shame. Gonna, Poo, I'm not. I'm not putting shame. Poo shame. Poo shame. It's real. It's, it's real. real. It's not. It's in your head. That guy didn't feel any shame. He did, mate. He was because he knew. Because I'm like, because I looked at him like, why are you waiting? I, you're waiting because you need a poo. <laughs> And, and, and he was so embarrassed. He's embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> he was You're projecting like, your feelings onto him. I don't think I am. I'm intrigued to know what people think about this. Is it? Can we go right, to look, the comments? Let's look, 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 quickly in the is comments. Pu- is poo q shame or poo shame real? Is poo shame real? Yeah, just type yes in the comments or no in the comments. Junior agrees. Junior agrees. Junior. Junior. Right, because people are like, I don't know. It's just a bit more personal, isn't it, than a wee? What's my saying? It's, yeah, no, no. <laughs> At school, people were wary of having a poo. It's true, man. What? They were, and there's not, there is nothing to be ashamed of. I get it. Tom Cash but, says, "Who has a dump at football?" <laughs> That's what I mean. That's what I mean. You're all look. You're all judging him. But we're all judging. I'm him. judging you. you. No. What you had shame? No, Tom Cash says, "Who has a?" He's saying, "Who does that?" That guy did that, and he was ashamed of it. But 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 listen. Do you feel shame when you go to the football? It would be a last resort. So what I, was you waiting Adam, for? I didn't need a poo. <laughs> just stay there for ages. <laughs> you just had him there and like, staying there for like, <laughs> fucking 30 seconds. It was a moment. It was at the split second. Then I went down my way and went back. And your, pro, your, your thought process led you to thinking, he's got poo shame. Look, I, I, don't, I can't really walk through it. But right, I literally, I walked in, right? Moment. Moment happened. Then realization, you're waiting to have a poo. Yeah. And I go, and then I've gone and walked and had my wee, and then I, in my own mind I've gone, he's he's waiting to have a poo, and he's and he looked at me and he seemed a bit ashamed. He had poo cue shame. That's literally how my mind worked uh, in, that, you, in that period. Do you feel? Do you do you feel? Um... Poo cue shame. <laughs> <laughs> David Thomas just says, "Yo, uh, oh no, David Thomas, yo." I went I went for a poo during a game at Brighton and came out with a woman looking at me. <laughs> I've done I went, that. I went for a shit in the women's toilet. I've toilets. done that. I did that when I was about 10. I went in. I went, I thought, God, this doesn't smell. <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> and then realising, yeah, got the hell out of there. Uh, yeah, so a lot of people saying, yes, poo shame is real. It's a real <laughs> thing. Um, See, it's just you. I, I, it doesn't bother me. That's all I've got to be saying. But, I, I've never but you, been, it, I would not poo at the football. But the point is, my point is just like, to a deeper level, I know something about you now. I know that you needed a poo and you're having a poo right now. Or you're about to have one. <laughs> or, you're, or you're uncomfortable and you're, you're desperate to have a poo. Enough, enough to not hold it in and just have a wee. You're waiting. You're, you're willing. You're that desperate to have a poo that you're waiting. And I know that in that one look. Uh, Adam Rosenbaum, to finish this segment, Adam Rosenbaum says, I don't like pooing in public. <laughs> Maybe Adam can, can expand on that next week. Yeah, back. hopefully. Back from I hope you are, Adam. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Pajak in the comments as well. So if you want to ask Pajak nudes, get a head over there and uh, demand. Um, I think that's it. I think uh, we've got more, but... What about questions? Well, it's a bit harsh. Um, at, least, at least one or two. All right, I'll tell you what, let us know know if you have any questions, anything else you want us to talk about in the comments right now. We'll read them out and we'll um, answer them. Uh, Who will be the first manager to get sacked this season? Kieran Tyrell asks. Mark Hughes. Oh, yeah, Stoke. I forgot he was even manager. Yeah, uh, um, it's the equivalent of the Arsenal situation, but um, a little bit less. And basically the chairman has said that he's going to 
he needs to have a good start and they um, historically have a very bad start mm. they, they've lost Arnautovic one of their best players Bojan two seasons ago was good but then they've basically phased him out I think they're in trouble I think so too I also think it's Benga. you think Wenger okay? Mm. no way mm. it mate the amount of heat he got last year do you think he'd be the first one to go? yeah nah, no chance yeah. Um, we've got a question here from George Smith is, is Neymar more likely to win the Ballon d'Or at PSG thanks for joining us George we've talked about this already I should have read the question um, um, is he said, more likely we said no I, I actually yeah I think probably no mm. because you've got he'll have less opportunities to win the Champions League because overall the squad will probably not be as good who will win the league this year David Thomas asked top for predictions Man City We'll win the league this year. I'll just say we're doing all our se- we're doing a live season uh, predictor prem predictor next week, um, and you guys can help vote and choose our table next week next Wednesday. So subscribe, hit the notification bell on uh, the Bull Street channel if you want to be a part of that. But yeah, mm. I shouldn't have said Man City really because I've given it away. But, but yeah, I think Man City. Aaron uh, Sharp asks for mid table Premier League chat, please. <laughs> <laughs> what to do with that Bournemouth looked good I saw him at the weekend um, weren't playing their best players either um, I think it's still a bit weak at the back need to get a quality centre back in however they've got actually they have brought one in haven't they Nathan Ake wicked yeah Bournemouth to uh, be a big surprise this year I think they'll finish 8th ok and who, uh, final question uh, from Brainy Graf who will go down this season it's uh, got to be it's got to be Brighton can, on on the long ball street on Matt's podcast, can we? Yeah, can we? on the town and get pumped. They're 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 going to get their ass. It'll be like a wizard sleeve their ass after yeah. afterwards. It'll be every Premier League team just railing them. Um, yeah, I think Huddersfield. Pro- It'd be a massive surprise if they start. Brighton, I think, will definitely go down. They haven't bought anyone, um, and their squad is good and solid, but it's a big jump up. And yeah, I think they'll struggle as well. Mm. And I will go with Stoke or Burnley or Watford. One of those. It's about time Stoke then. Yeah. yeah God, just fuck off. Oh, big, big club, huge club. Actually, I, I like them because always they, they always. Um... Could be what? And Silver's there, isn't he? They wind Arsenal up. Um, who knows? Uh, who knows? James, uh, James, James Cody says Brighton, Huddersfield and Leicester will go down. Leicester's a shout. All right. That's it. That's Thank it. you. Oh, someone requested a proper birds and that. Yeah. Next week with, uh, with what goes on in the stag in Hamburg. Well, I mean, of course, of course, we won't be... At- Birding. You're getting married. I'm getting married. And I have a girlfriend that I love, yeah. and this is being recorded. She seems to say on each every podcast. I love her to bits. You want to make it clear? That's She's incredible. Right. I understand that. She's a beautiful I'm lady. About getting married. She's herself. kind. Mm. We will try and we'll hopefully that surely there'll be one good story. From Great there. backside. So is mine. Um, and brain. Uh, if you're watching, she won't be. She hates football. Uh, I yeah. We'll we will try and offer up the best story from the stag. Hopefully there'll be something. All right, we'll, Surely. We'll, we'll, we'll come up with stuff. We'll come up with something and uh, we'll fill in next week. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, remember what we found out. If we want to trick iTunes algorithm into put, pushing up the charts, it's not about how many people download the podcast. It's about how many people engage. Reviews, isn't it? Give us reviews, ratings on uh, iTunes and that helps us go up those charts. More people get to see it, more people get involved in the comments. And um, Leave a review, five-star review. I guess it doesn't matter. All oh, right, no, it can be a terrible review. Yeah, crap one. Yeah. And, and and give us your thoughts on um, Pouche. All right, you can read out the best ones. See you at the far post, Jim. See you at the far post.
Oh, apparently Fluff... Oh, you finished. Fluffy Forson says blowjobs don't count on a stag. That's a rule. Plasmus is proper spies on him on this. Are we done, are we? It's a trap. Yeah, we're done. Show us How long was that? 55. Just turned in, no nips, disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even uh, entertain that. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, 